come across the bridge with the whole different slides. I mean, it, there's, yeah, you just come across the bridge and it's like, ah, it is here. Yeah. And here's where she found her little paradise, too. Came all the way from Germany for it. Sabina Musel Bueller. And whether they called her Sabina or, as some did, Sabine, they all knew her here on the island. Her larger-than-life person. Absolutely. And the minute you met her, you just were drawn to her. I mean, she was just one of those people that you wanted to get to know better. And even now, Looking back at what happened to Sabina on the awful mystery, it just doesn't seem possible. Not here. I mean, nothing happens on no, this island. I mean, it's, it's a sleepy little It's island. sweet town. We don't have things like that yeah. to happen here. No, and certainly not to her. Sabina made good things happen here. Crazy things. Happy things. Here at the 50s motel she bought and reimagined, along with Tom Bueller, the man she married within two weeks of meeting. Her partner at Haley's Motel. Longtime friends Nancy Ambrose and Susie Fox. It had always been her lifelong dream to have her own huh? resort. And Haley's came on the market. And at the time it was pretty run, run down. down. <laughs> and we were like, oh, that now that's you've got your hands full here, but we she knew that Tom could do yeah. it. I mean, if anybody could do it, the two of them could turn this around. Oh, and they did. Tom did the fixing. Sabina had the ideas. They invited the whole town to their quirky events, their dress-up parties. Hello. Yeah. Welcome to Haley's Motel. Please join me for a tour. This is her with Giacomo, her ever-present parrot. Sabina was the star of her own promotional videos for the motel. Well, I hope you liked our room so far, but with all the activities we offer you, you won't spend too much time in there. Neighbor Barbara Hine. Sabina never saw something that had a broken wing that she didn't try to fix. Sabina was a rescuer. People, cats, dogs, turtles. When Susie Fox took over the Anna Maria Turtle Watch, nesting turtles are a very big deal here, she asked for help. And Tom and Sabine were, I think, my fourth volunteers, and there's nine sections on this island one mile long and they said they'd take as many as I needed to give them. I watched her with a huge leather back in the water. Bonner Joy owns the local newspaper, The Islander. Unfortunately the leather back was missing a flipper and he just he swam in circles so he kept coming back to the beach hmm. and Sabine jumped in the water without a, a second thought and she was up to here talking to the turtle's face like she could tell this 400 pound turtle to turn around you know but or will him to. So, you get the idea. She was just amazing. I mean, she just was one of those people that cared about everybody. Like Nancy Ambrose, for example. When she was battling cancer and nobody would give her a job because of her demanding treatment schedule. Until the day she met Sabina. You know, I explained what my situation was. She's like, great, that's fine. We, we Come on, come on to her. And I was like, Really, I mean, I was, that was one of the happiest days of my life because here she was giving me a chance. So, Sabina had passions. Animals, her motel, her white Pontiac convertible, and in 2008, a new passion, campaigning for Barack Obama, an uphill battle on this predominantly Republican island. So, on election night, Sabina was certainly up for a party. She'd arranged to meet Nancy, in fact, in what they hoped would turn into a victory celebration. 
She was so into the election. She was so excited. She wanted Obama to, to win. Strange then that when Nancy arrived, she couldn't find Sabina. And I thought she had already left because I got there late. Sabina's husband, Tom, had been there earlier too, but without her. Still, Nancy didn't worry. Not then, anyway. It wasn't until a couple days later that I realized she was missing. How was it possible? The woman who loved to celebrate didn't. The woman who loved to talk called no one. The woman who loved her motel suddenly wasn't there. Sabina was gone. When we come back, the first troubling clue, her car was someone else at the wheel. Flag started going off. Who was this mystery driver? She would have driven through a very rough area, and it just came to my mind that maybe she'd been carjacked. We said we need to know the truth, and we need to know now. To make the most of the outdoors, you need a Ford F-150 with blind spot protection for your trailer and pro trailer backup assist. And now get $7,000 total cash off the 2020 Ford F-150 XLT, only at your Southern California Ford dealers. You're an important part of Los Angeles County. Right now, COVID is hurting us. We need as many resources as possible to rebuild our communities. Filling out the 2020 census gives us the power to influence billions of dollars that go to healthcare, schools, childcare, affordable housing, and our roads for the next 10 years. But not enough people are filling out their census forms. That means we lose billions in funding we desperately need. You help everyone when you complete the census. Fill out your 2020 census today. If you want to work from anywhere in California, you need a sliding second row to fit the whole family and a more than 10-inch multi-touch screen to help you find your way. And now get both when you lease a Ford Explorer for $279 a month for 36 months, only at your Southern California Ford dealers. We're in the battle for the soul of this country. This is the most important election we've ever had. Join our NBC News team for the first presidential debate. There are a lot of ways to say goodbye, but none as memorable as this. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. Who did you vote for? Craig. Danny. Ariel. You're not leaving empty-handed. You've got your car keys, you got your parking <laughs> ticket, and I'm sorry to say we don't validate. Jane Lynch hosts The Weakest Link, Tuesday on NBC. Is it me or did the room just get a lot smarter? This is fun, isn't it? Contestants will be spun, dangled, soaked, dropped. Why? They volunteered to do this. I'm just going to rest for a second here. Don't do it! October 6th on NBC. Give it up for our coaches. Blake and I have been quarantining together this entire time, wow, so... I'm sorry, Gwen. <laughs> October 19th. The Voice is back. I got a present for you, but because we're social distancing, I'm going to launch it at you. You ready? Oh. oh. Hey, I have an idea. <laughs> the Voice. Premieres October 19th on NBC. Pop quiz. Can you name the biggest...
Susan. I do my hair. Billboard. 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 The Billboard Music Awards are back, and guess who's hosting again? Hey. With the biggest names in music, here are the nominees. Was your favorite artist nominated? The award goes to. Wait a minute, let me finish my speech. And we'll be honoring the one and only Garth Brooks. I love him. Billboard Music Awards, Wednesday, October 14th on NBC. I want Ben to make the first move. So I've devised an elaborate plan. Is it really the first move if you have to trick him into making Trick who into making what? Ben! Connecting premieres October 8th on NBC. The air was somehow different on tiny Anna Maria Island that November of 2008. Not just because Obama won the election, but because Sabina Musil Mueller, the one and only, was not around to celebrate. Not with her friends, not with her pets, not at her motel. She would never, ever leave her animals. She would never, ever not go to Haley's to work. I mean, that was her baby. Then, two days later, 2.30 in the morning, a seedy neighborhood across the bridge on the mainland. A patrolman pulled over a white Pontiac convertible with a burned-out taillight. As the cop approached the car, the driver ran. There was a wild chase, but they caught him. His name was Robert Corona. And he had a story, said Detective Jeffrey Bliss and John Kenny of the Manatee County Sheriff's Office. Mr. Corona's original story is I was doing crack cocaine with the owner of the car, and it wasn't reported stolen. Did he say he knew who the owner was? Yes, and had permission to have the car. Hmm. But when detectives checked the registration, they learned the convertible belonged to Sabina. And Corona had a record. He's a known street criminal. He has a lengthy arrest history. And they learned from Sabina's friends that there had to be something very wrong with the story that had her doing drugs and drinking with a felon in a smoky bar in a seedy part of town. She would never be buying drugs. I mean, she would not even allow people to smoke around her. She would not let people smoke on Haley's Motel property. Really? I mean, not even on the rooms, but on the property. I mean, she was... She was kind of a health fanatic. Oh, she was. Yeah. She had a private personal trainer. I mean, she was very into and health. So they arrested Corona, installed him in the county jail, and in the morning, drove over to Haley's Motel to talk to Sabina's husband, Tom. And... Tom said he hadn't seen Sabina in a couple of days. He hadn't filed a missing persons report, but did after police came around. What was he like? What was your impression of the guy? He was concerned for her well-being. He couldn't, she wasn't answering her phone. He couldn't find her. And something else. According to Tom, Sabina never let anyone drive her car, not even him. Now there was a stolen car, a missing woman, and a known criminal not adding up to a good combination for Sabina. Flags started going off, and shortly thereafter, detectives started getting involved as a, as a missing persons case. But then it got worse. When detectives went over the car, they found blood drops in the back seat. A patch of the rear seat had been cut out. So they sprayed luminol around, found more blood traces on the rear seat. Now Sabina's friends, like Crystalette, were horrified. So then we thought, oh my God, it was him. He killed her. He must have killed her. Well, now it was a homicide investigation. Detective Jeff Bliss decided to pay a visit to Corona in 
jail. I put my business card down on the table and slid it across. And Bruce said, we're homicide detectives. This isn't auto theft. We need to know the truth and we need to know now. And he's like, hey, I had nothing to do with any murders. And then he changed his story. Corona's new story? He never met anybody named Sabina. He just found her car parked behind a place called the Gator Lounge, a not exactly upscale wine bar. In the jailhouse interview, Corona claimed it was just a crime of opportunity. You didn't see anybody, did you? I didn't see nobody inside the car or around the car. So that's why I decided to take the car. You know, so I go inside the car, sit then I see the keys. So I'm like, oh, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm Joe Rat, you know? So the vehicle was left, you know, like somebody wanted it stolen. Um, so he just took the liberty of stealing that car. Was the second story any more true than the first? The local paper jumped on all this, of course, and Bonner Joy heard a lot of stories. There were a number of people who speculated that Sabine might have gone to town to go to the, uh, an Obama celebration that was being held downtown. The area that she would have driven through to go to that party is a very rough area, and it just came to my mind that maybe she'd been carjacked. Certainly, something very bad must have happened. Something, maybe, that happened in her car. So was Corona their killer? Or was he finally telling the truth that he stole her car outside that barn? But if that was true, how did it get there? And where was Sabina? Coming up, could it be Sabina had plans no one knew about? Had this free spirit simply skipped town? There were two women who were at the Sarasota airport, and they were sure that they saw her up ahead, in line, you know, to get onto an airplane. When Dateline continues.